Man Up, a program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. And now, it's time to Man Up. Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. I am Joe Stopulis, excited today to have on my good friend Grayson Dahl to discuss the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. There's almost no better topic in today's world to talk about than the Holy Spirit. Uh, he is loose right now in Des Moines. He's powerful. And we're talking about experiencing this, this Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Let's start in prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and the snares. Devil, may God rebuke him. We humbly pray and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl at the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, my buddy Grayson, he was obviously on uh, for the pornography episode um, a few, few oh gosh, what was that, a, a year, year ago? ago? Something like, like that? Ago. Something like, like that, brother? Um, and... It went really fast. I'm sure today will be the same way. But this is too important of a topic. Very much so. It's very important. Um, and I'm I'm just I, I texted you a few days ago. I'm like we gotta have we gotta talk about yeah. this. Yeah. And, and I you know it's funny. I was gonna say you need to. I want you to like run the show sometimes and say what would you talk about. We, the problem is when we do these shows, it goes so fast. <laughs> so I'll have you on sometime and we'll just let, let it be a listener's choice or a interviewee's choice <laughs> on what, where you want to go with it. But today we're very very specific. We're gonna talk about your story. And we're going to talk about what our listeners can do to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and experience this. Because it's a revival, man. It's happening. You, it's happening it's right now. It's absolutely happening. It's happening here in Des Moines, Iowa. And again, I've, I have personally experienced it. I've had many friends and relatives who've experienced it. And it's been, it's, it's been amazing. So that's why we're doing it. So we're going to, so we're going to head to a short break now. Grace is going to be on. Whole episode today. And we're just going to be talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit and how to obtain and be a part of this movement that's going on in Des Moines. Stick around. We'll head to a short break and we'll be right back. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75%. Yes, 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits beginning January 1st of this year. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online. CTOiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. Excited today to have my good friend Grayson Dahl back on the show with me. Grayson, welcome, brother. Yes, thanks, Joe. I appreciate it. I mean, last time we were here, uh, <laughs> we we talked a lot about pornography, overcoming addictions to pornography, something that's near and dear to my heart, something that I think that it's funny. The more I become Catholic, the more like it's normal to have conversations. I had a conversation about like the scourge of pornography in a coffee shop with my men's group this past week. Where we're just openly talking about it, and it's that's wonderful. Like that's great. We should be able to do that, and I think it's great that a you're back on the show, but b it's just how normalizing that is now, and it should be right. It should be. We should all be out there. 
at the last uh, conference, one of the gals from Benedictine was wearing the Porn Kills Love shirts from uh, Fight the New Drug. Just, I love it. I love that we're out oh, yes. in the open, yeah. killing it, just letting everyone know. But we're here to talk about something different today. Similar, but different. We're still talking about the Spirit, which yeah. is important. I want to talk about the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And this this really hit me. I, now, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I've been to two of these prayer services. Mm. And obviously, you've been to all of them, right? You're in all of them. Yes. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I think it's something that is new to our diocese a lot. There's the actual, like, it's obviously the Holy Spirit's been alive in our diocese for a long time. But this, 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 you know, out in the open, everyone's starting to feel it. Let's go. And I think you are the perfect guy to have on to talk about this because your life has been transformed in an enormous way by the Spirit. And I want people to understand what is at stake and what we as Catholics need to revive. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a lot of, I mean, there's, there's pockets of it everywhere, but I think Des Moines is, is becoming a hot, a hot bed for it. And so let's start with your story again. Give us a, you, we talked about it a little bit last episode when you were here about a year ago, but I want to dive deeper into your story, where you came from and how the spirit is alive in your life. And let's talk about what, after that, how it can be ignited in our listeners' lives. Mm, yeah. That's really good. That's really good. And <laughs> that's, that's an understatement to say that Holy Spirit and a lot of people are feeling like people are experiencing this pulsation of the spirit in this diocese. Oh yeah. Um, and it's, and it's incredible, but kind of, you know, it's been, it's been about two and a half years and we kind of talked about a little bit of my story on the, on the last episode, but what happened was, you know, I, I grew up in a, in a lukewarm Catholic family. Um, and my mother, she's a, a sort of a Monica kind of figure, Monica St. Augustine kind of figure. She prayed for me. Um, all the time. Um, and you know, we, we came from this like lukewarm family, lukewarm parish where, you know, I looked at the pews and I couldn't tell the difference between the graveyard and the pews. Um, and this, I'm just like, where's the life? Where, where, where's the joy? Where's the radiance? And like, I know the kingdom of God and the kingdom of God that people talk about. And a, you know, they talk about it in like a, um, it's not a sterile one. It's a fertile one. And meaning that there's, that there should be joy. There should be people that are alive. Um, and that was a desire in my heart, you know? And so I, I went to a public school and you and my wife, you guys both turned out all right. Yeah. Okay. I just yeah, want yeah. to let you know. Okay. Yeah, it's good. So okay, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. you know, classical education. Yeah. I know you're very, yeah, very big in classical education. Yes. yes. Very much yes. so. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went, I went to a public high school, like glory to God. Um, you know, I think we, I had like nine, nine kids that went through our confirmation class. I think I'm the only one that's practicing still. Um, but when I was, when I went into high school, I had this just extreme desire to, to, to be successful. And what I did, I had these desires of, you know, we were always, always, we always outside. We were always adventuring. We were always hunting, fishing. Like I was a normal kid. Um, but I had these extreme desires in my heart to, to, to do, to do something. And I knew that I had this, this call on my life. Um, and I knew it from a very young age, you know, I was in sixth grade when, um, really the first prompting of the Holy Spirit came upon me. Um, and I knew that I was made for more. And, you know, this, this desire just kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger throughout high school. And, and um, I had a, an, an encounter with the Holy Spirit in high school. My sophomore year, the Lord spoke, and he spoke very clearly, um, just affirming where he was bringing me. Um, and, you know, I, I lived a, a life of debauch- debauchery. Like, I lived a life of, of drunkenness. I lived a life of, of, of lust. I lived a life of, of sin. And... This is even after you've been encountered. Yeah, this was yeah. this was even even after I was encountering yeah. the the Lord in high school. And but honestly, I had a misconception of who who actually like Jesus Christ was. And I think a lot of us have this misconception of actually what like what Christianity is and what we're called to. Um, and 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 I'll, and I'll get to that later on. But 
you know, I got to I got to high school senior year, and I went. Um, my my dream was to go play Division One athletics somewhere. So I went and walked out in a small Division One college. Got there, was injury plagued, all the things, and then uh, left. And what happened was I, I I got back in. Long story short, went on this retreat, and um, there was this woman on stage. And her her name was Jackie Angel, and I actually just had oh a, yeah, I just had a conversation with Bobby cool. Angel the, the the other day. Yeah, really. And, yeah, and, and does, I, she, does he don't understand now? Like that, this is yes. a big part. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so cool. It was it was it was absolutely incredible. And just like to put the two together, but she was talking about, she's like, yeah, like it was the last day of the conference and I was a chaperone at the Steubenville conference and there was the last day of the conference and she was talking about this kid who was, um, who had a crazy reversion. You know, he was, he was living a, a life of sin, kind of like I was, but he was going in these burrito shops and he, he, he had the gift of healing and he started praying over people in the burrito shops and they, they, they saw people being made well in these burrito shops in the name of Jesus. Like he started praying in the name of Jesus and people were being made well. And I don't know what happened to me. Like I was studying nursing at my other college. Like I had this desire to be like, be, to be with people. Like I had a desire to go to the military. Like I had this desire to see people be made well. And, and it started, it stirred a fire in me. And I, I went home and I, and I long story short, went, went home, got in the shower. Like I was praying in the shower, I was praying in the shower and I lifted my hands up to heaven. I said, Lord, if you are who you say you are and you want to give me what you say you want to give me, then I want everything. And I want everything right now. And that was the first time uh, I had a, a vision of Our Lady and like the whole heavenly throne, like at that moment, just came right in front of me and I had an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And at that moment, um, Our Lady spoke very clearly of that I was called into healing ministry and to, and to bring about healing and restoration to the church, which was like, well, w- w- what does that mean? Because um, I hadn't studied theology, I hadn't, you know, at that moment. So then I went and met, I met this man. And- at this time, are you... Are you still living a life of debauchery at this time, or had you, had you, so made, I, had you I, made a conversion in your heart? So this was this was one of two instances where, where I, I I had two yeses, and at this time at this time I was going away from from my life of debauchery. Like my the sin was slowly he was slowly cutting away the yeah, sin. Yeah, because I'm my curious life. as people are listening, you know if. If my life is, if I haven't plowed the fields mm-hmm. yet, w- w- God can work with anything, right? Yeah. But I imagine it's easier mm-hmm. if if we have as if was John the Baptist said, the prophet said that we have mm-hmm. uh, leveled the plains, we've made yeah. room for the Lord, we made made room and ready the way. It's probably yeah. easier. Mm-hmm. I, I assume. Correct me if I'm wrong. Very but, much so. Okay. Very much so. He he can use a dirty scalpel, yeah. but he prefers a clean one. Yeah. Right, he he can use me, and that, that was the beautiful thing too. Is like he's not going to take away the gifts that he's given you. We can manipulate the gifts, and I was manipulating the gifts for a while, in the sense of I was living a life of sin, and and he didn't take away these gifts; they were always there. But when I decided to live a pure, clean, and chaste life, the Holy Spirit, like Our Lady, we see Our Lady full of grace, like she was just overflowing with this grace, and so like there's this there's this purity of like you, you think of like a conduit where like where electricity flows through. If there's a, if there's like a if there's a block in the conduit, the electricity can't get through in the, in the way that it needs to. And the more the, the cleaner that conduit is, and that cleaner the vessel, the more power and the more the, the more clean and pure that you, that you are, the more power is going to flow forth through you. So purity is of the essential, yeah. is of the essential. So met this man, um, Tim Jameson. He's been on here before. Been on the show. Um, he's been on here, and he um, he prayed over me at that moment. He touched my tongue. I started praying in tongues. I had this incredible encounter with the Holy Spirit. And at that moment, um, I walked into a house, um, met this man, and I walked out and I wasn't the same. I've heard many other people who had a similar type experience <laughs> where they've walked into the house and not walked out the, the same. Yeah. And I think yeah. 
as those stories continue, whether it's Tim or somebody else, I think as those stories continue to happen, the, the more people understand this is real. It's, yeah. And yeah. and that's what we need more than ever. I actually had coffee with Tim this morning, uh, as a matter of fact, as, as random as that is. And that was a big part of the conversation, mm-hmm. is that people more than ever need to, especially with the culture today. Yeah. My So Tim was actually the one who got me the book from Christendom to Apostolic Mission. Yeah. And it's been a game changer for me. It's changed my perception on how to view reality. And more today than ever do people need to have some yeah. reawakening of the soul because all they've seen is this, this filth, this garbage, and everything, mm-hmm. is, it, everything is flowing towards that. And they need to be knocked on the head. Mm-hmm. And sometimes this is what it takes. Yeah. yeah. And, so and, you leave Tim's house. Yeah, leave Tim's house. I go, and, and, what, and what happens is I start praying with people. And, and the Lord starts bringing me people. And, I, and I, it's, it's crazy. When, when we make ourselves available to the Lord and we say yes, he starts bringing people. And he starts creating opportunities. But he's never going to inhibit our free will. Like he's not going to impose himself upon us. So what he's waiting for in every single one of us is a yes. And it's a yes to, to, to be used for more. And we have no idea. We have no idea the depths of intimacy that he wants to win in our lives. We have no idea the way in which he wants to use us and use us in such a personal way. And the beautiful thing about all of this too is that, that John Paul II, in, and this is what I love, like if it's good enough for John Paul II, it's good enough for me, right? Like, like he said that the institutional dimension of the church, meaning the sacraments of the church, and the charismatic dimension where the spirit blows where he wills are both co-essential. Like have you ever ran, you're a runner, right? I I run. You, you run. Not a lot. Maybe, maybe maybe not too well. I'm okay. Yes, I'm You're all right. Okay. I'm all right at it. So if you ran a race with a collapsed lung, you you probably get hypoxic. You, meaning you would probably faint. You probably yeah. pass out. Yes, die. factual. Yes. Great. So w- w- what I believe is happening, and what is happening, and, and this is what the Lord's been showing us, is that is that a lot of people are are running this race, as Saint Paul says, running the race with one lung. Where John Paul II we need, says we need to breathe out of both lungs, both the charismatic dimension of the church, meaning the spirit blows where he wills, and the institutional dimension of the church, meaning the sacraments, the, the sacrament of reconciliation, the sacrament, the holy sacrifice of the mass and the Eucharist, like every single healing, every single gift should lead us to a more personal, intimate encounter with the, with the risen Lord in his Eucharistic form. Yeah. Every single time. And when you look at the Acts of the Apostles, when you look at the great mm-hmm. saints of the church, when you look at where the church has gone and where it's come from, this has been a part of all of it, right? Yeah. We're, we're just, this isn't some new thing, right? This is actually no. a very old thing. No, the, the, I was, I was just praying the other day, like this, this, like this reality hit me, like the first Pope walked on water. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. We, we don't think it like that though. Yeah. Like the first few bishops were, were going about the streets, raising people from the dead. They were cleansing the lepers. They were casting out demons. The first priests and the first deacons and the first lay people, what were they doing? They were going about the streets, preaching the kingdom of God, healing the sick, cleansing the lepers and casting out demons in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The, the, Peter's shadow was healing people. Yes. Just the shadow. The first Pope's shadow was shadow. literally healing people yeah. throughout the streets and people from all over the nation. And this is what we're seeing in yeah. Des Moines. Yeah. And actually like John Paul, John Paul II came here. Yeah. What was it in 1979? 78, 79. Yeah, 79. 79. And, no, he, yeah. And, he, and he came here and he prophesied over the land. And he said that this land will bless generations. He, he, he literally came and he prophesied over. And it wasn't just this, this physical land, like the crops. It was like this land, like the spiritual harvest. Like there's people here. And I believe this is a hot spot. And this is something that we need to realize is that like the Lord has chosen this place. And he's chosen a lot of other places. But this is the place that he's chosen. And he's bringing about restoration and revival in the church here. Like it's starting. If you 
if you talk to Father John Ricardo, he would say this is one of those places. Yeah. So Father Ricardo is very open to say that Des Moines is one mm-hmm. of these places that has this, that has whatever this gift is, is mm-hmm. being blessed by the Spirit. So the question that I've got as a, as a listener to this is, how do I participate in this? How do I get mm-hmm. activated? How do I have a grace and dull experience where I go from a life of debauchery to literally praying over people and healing people? What does that look like? If I'm if I'm if I'm yeah. today, let's let's do two parts here. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm a, a, a guy listening to this. I'm I, I am so far away from any yeah. of this. I, it's totally foreign to me. Which again, I think mm-hmm. to all of us it kind of was right. I'm very Germanic and how I I'm very just cerebral <laughs> yeah. in my belief and. So this was this is obviously uncomfortable for me to jump into this the last few years and to mm-hmm. be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm, I'm one of those people. Let's say you know I come also from the side of like I'm not worthy. I, I am a dirty mm-hmm. scalpel. Mm-hmm. You know how can I get involved? So walk us through kind of both those lenses, and they probably be the same person, I suppose. But yeah, no, that's that that's really beautiful. And and the thing is too is like to realize like that that view right there in and of itself that I'm not worthy for this is actually is not actually not of the Lord. Yeah, like it's from it's from the enemy. Like he paid a price for us to, to receive these. And actually the gifts are not for you and they're not for me. They're for everybody else around us. They're a conduit that we love through. Meaning that like the gifts, the spiritual gifts are for the upbuilding of the kingdom. So how do I, how do I get involved in this right now? Well, first you need to get baptized, <laughs> right? If you're not baptized, then, then, then you need to get baptized. And, and what happens when we receive the, the, when we receive, when we go down to the baptismal waters, we receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the only thing lacking at baptism is perfection of the Spirit. And that's what we receive at confirmation, right? So we receive this, we receive this, this perfection of the Spirit. And actually what would happen if, if you're a baptized person and you're confirmed, you actually have been commissioned and sent out. And that the reason they would do confirmation was to send them out to be martyrs, to be witnesses, and to give one's life over for the sake of the gospel. So how do I do this right now? I didn't just say one yes. It was a series of yeses. And in saying yes, I say no to it. With every yes that we yeah. say, there has to be a no. So when I, I knew that when I said yes to the Lord, that my life of addiction to pornography had to go. When I said yes to the Lord, that meant, that meant my life of drunkenness and my life of, of, of lust, it had to go. Now, am I, are you tempted? Yes, we're all tempted. Every single one of us is tempted. And that's the, that's the reality that we, we need to know is that you are not too far gone. There's no depths nor heights that he didn't go to for you to come back. Like he went to the pits of hell, right? Like he descended, kicked down the door to hell and he, and he, and he went in there and he, and he brought up our first parents. And so don't tell me that there's, not, you, there's, there's no place, no place that you go run, hide, no thing that you could do. I tried it. I tried to disqualify myself. <laughs> I, I mean, I literally did. I went and got tattoos. Like I went, I went and did the whole thing. But there's nothing. I realize, like in canon law, there's nothing that says you know you can't disqualify yourself from the love of God. It's a very. It's Saint Paul says that. Yes. Philippians. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever it was, yeah. it's in there. So that's that's the lie. And if and if that lie is going through your head, that like I'm not worthy for this. I'm too far gone. That's I mean, straight like just very frank. That's a lie straight from the pits of hell. Nothing can separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. Period. Period. In stone. Nothing. So you're right. So, but let's say right now. I'm in that. I'm in that mindset. How do I get out of it? Mm-hmm. It first starts, everything Everything that we do first starts with the relationship. And the, and the way that we go about operating the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit are, are a response. Because my desire to go and to be on mission 
is a response to the man that I've encountered. If you haven't had an encounter yet, we need to ask him for an encounter. How do we, how do we do that? We go into, we go into the chapel, go look at his Eucharistic face and sit there and we wait for him. We have lost the art of waiting. Yeah. We go in there and what, what did the apostles do in the upper room? Right. They went up there, they went up there with our lady and they waited. Mm-hmm. They waited for 10 days and they prayed and they were patient. But this is something that we've lost. We want it right now. We want it, but it might take a few days. It might take a couple hours. You might have, might have turn off your phone for a while and not distract yourself. <laughs> bingo, bingo. And that's, and that's, that's the working of the enemy, to make so much noise that we forget the voice of the Lord. But exactly that of like, wherever you are, and if you're, if you're somebody that's fallen away, if you're somebody that is, that is so far away from the Lord, if you're steeped in addiction, if you're steeped in anxiety, like if you're steeped in these things, my advice to you, and, and as simple as this is, is to go find your nearest adoration chapel. To go into your adoration chapel and say, Lord, how do you see me? What do you have for me? And what do you want to do with me? And in that, you give him your first yes, your first consent. The second thing I, I, that we need to do, we have to do this. We have such a misconception of what reconciliation is. Mm. That reconciliation is more powerful than any, any exorcism. That's a fact, by the that, way. That is, that a, is, that that is a straight factual. fact. That's not, that's not Grayson Dahl <laughs> saying it. That is an actual, yeah. that is actually yeah. uh, a fact in the church that the sacrament of reconciliation is more powerful mm-hmm. than an exorcism. Right. Yeah. We have to meet the man of Jesus. We have to meet him. A lot of us, you know, a lot of people go to Catholic school and they have this idea of Jesus, mm-hmm. but they don't know the person. Of no Jesus. one will die. You don't want to die for an idea. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't. I, I, I keep going back to this in, I, again, I mentioned this this morning. I seem to be saying a lot of these things ad nauseum. Nobody wants to die for a faith. That is lukewarm. Mm-mm. We need to get to the point where we are willing to be red martyrs, mm-hmm. period. Like, I mm-hmm. want to be able to know, to know without a doubt that if the government came to me and said, Joe, you're dead if you believe in Jesus Christ. If you, mm-hmm. the United States government in the next 20 years yeah. goes completely to the part where they're sending me to prison or cutting my head off like they did 100 years ago in Mexico, guys. This isn't like yeah. ancient history. My great-grandfather... No, sorry, baloney. My grandfather was alive during the Cristero movement. Like that was happening yeah. during two generations oh ago, gosh. right? Two generations ago, my yeah. grandfather was alive. Yeah. When that's happening, this is not something that <laughs> happened in the galaxy long, long way, far, far. Whatever. Yeah. We need to be able to have the faith of Jose Sanchez del Rio to sit there, mm-hmm. and but you don't do that without having a relationship. You don't right. do that for a, a textbook. It, it all starts with with. We have one minute left. Okay, well, let's go. What do you want to do? Yeah. Let's go. So, well, I, I want to I want to I want to say just one more thing. Like, you know, we're, you're, talk, you're talking about these. We have this monthly healing service every every third Wednesday of the month downtown um, at the cathedral at St Ambrose Cathedral, yeah. and the bishop wanted it there. And what's happening is that there's been so many testimonies coming into the bishop that and that even the bishop. Bishop Johnson is affirming all of these things that are happening, the healings, the remarkable signs and wonders and the faith and the conversion and not just the healing of persons, but the healing of hearts. Well, let's do this. We have more to talk about. We're going to pause it. We're going to head to a break. And then we'll go, <laughs> no, there are two or three in the back end of this. Stick around. We're going to head to a short break. We'll be right back. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Mercy College of Health Sciences, where you can chart your course for more. Mercy College provides unparalleled clinical rotations, hands-on learning, accelerated education, and flexible schedules. Since 1899, Mercy College has been transforming students into healthcare professionals. Guided by Catholic values, our faculty put classroom theory into practice. Students are prepared for roles in service and leadership throughout their own careers. Learn more at mchs.edu. Mercy College of Health Sciences, mchs.edu. 
Peace to you. I'm Bishop William Johnson with the Catholic Diocese of Des Moines. In our world, misery never seems far away. Yet this Holy Week, we're reminded that God's mercy is ever near. Jesus identifies with us. He bears all things with us and for us to the cross. His death eats death so that God might supply abundant grace, forgiveness, peace, and love. God is for us so that we can be good for one another. May Easter bring renewed hope, resurrected life, and joy to you and all whom you hold in your heart. A message from Iowa Catholic Radio. My help Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I'm still here with Grayson Dahl. I had to cut him off at the end. I had to cut him off, but we're back. All right. Healing service. I love that you were mentioning the specific location of it, right? Bishop Jones, we are in the middle of the diocese. We are in the middle of the diocese. St. Francis has more parking. It's got yeah. more space. There's a reason we have a cathedral. Mm-hmm. This is, mm-hmm. and there's also reasons it's a service and not a mass, right? Yes. Tim said this last time. We want everyone there. Yep. We want Everybody. everyone there. And there's been lots of non-Catholics there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you were going off. and Let's go. Let's go. Keep yes. it coming. Keep no, it coming. So, 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 I mean, Bishop Joe, from all over the country, people are, people are writing in. People are calling in. And, and this is what, what Tim Jameson, you can quote Tim Jameson on this. Mm-hmm. He has a very good relationship with the bishop. And he's been telling him that these signs and wonders and these, and these miracles. And, and honestly, like, like people who haven't been to reconciliation in 20 years, just through the sacrament of reconciliation, coming out and being healed. There was a girl who who had a um who had a spinal leak and and she had been to reconciliation in twenty years, twenty years and she had been to Mayo she had been she had saggy brain where her brain like like sags down and she couldn't get out of bed like she couldn't move, and we were at the last healing service and she and I I didn't even know she was there and we prayed with her probably you know two weeks prior and she and she came up and she didn't tell us she said. I've been to Mayo. They've been tried so many things on me, and you know they they tried the surgery and it burst again, and, and I had terrible migraines. And she said, "I am there's." I went to reconciliation in the first time in 20 years, and after I went to reconciliation a couple of days later, all my pain, every single bit of it, ceased, and now I'm operating functionally. And you know what the the most beautiful thing about this is, is that it wasn't just the healing, it wasn't just the physical yeah. healing, but this woman's heart. And the woman's relationship with our Lord was completely healed, and now she's so in love with the Lord. And I've seen I've seen so many of the physicals, but I've seen so many of the spirituals, where people are coming back to the Lord yeah. and experiencing, maybe for the first time in their life, the love of Jesus. Brother, we're gonna have you back on next time you're in town. We're gonna have to have you back on. This is we went too fast, too yeah. whatever. That's There's that's how so that's much. how we're tell much. That's this, how it works. Yeah, so this, much. This is good, brother. Good to have you on again. Thanks for joining us today on Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is time to man up. Man up, inspiring men to live out their call to holiness. 